We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Back by popular demand, we have with us Congressman Mark Molinaro, who ran for governor years ago. He's a bright, up-and-coming elected official, a congressman from Dutchess County. To tell you a little bit about him, he's an American politician serving as the U.S. representative for New York's 19th congressional district since 23. A member of the Republican Party, Marcus Molinaro was a member of the Dutchess County Legislature and the New York State Assembly before being elected County Executive of Dutchess County, New York in 2011. He was re-elected county executive in 2015 and 2019. He is also a former mayor of Tivoli when he became mayor at the age of 19. Amazing. He was the youngest mayor in the whole United States of America. Let's first talk about your district, Congressman Molinaro, as the Bet 1520 blankets your district in 17 states and much of Canada. Tell us about your district, the ethnic... um, set up, um, who you represent, what it's like. Congressman Marcus Molinaro. Sure. And uh, from this point forward, call me Mark. It's okay. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've spent enough time in, in elected office. I prefer my name to my title. Uh, but I appreciate uh, being on with you, and, and thanks for including me. Uh, so the 19th District, you know, after uh, a, uh, a a spirited back and forth uh, during redistricting last year, of course, uh, the Democrats and in Albany had gerrymandered uh, New York uh, in, in a way that would have uh, favored uh, uh, their political party. And, of course, through litigation uh, led by a good number of folks, uh, we, we were able to force a constitutional and balanced uh, approach to redistricting. The 19th Congressional District is as um, uh, balanced as they come. It stretches from uh, the New York State, Massachusetts line uh, across the Hudson River and through the Catskills. Uh, to uh, to the southern tier, Binghamton, and then of course uh, it it pitches a bit north uh, to Ithaca, and includes um, Otsego County just south of Cooperstown. Uh, Eleven separate counties. Um, you know, it's, it's it's four regions of New York, touching all of them. Uh, you know, the median income on the east side of the of the 19th district is about sixty five thousand dollars. The median income on the west side uh, of the district is about thirty one thousand dollars. But uh, all face the same issues. So, you know, you know this. We know this. Uh, those of us in upstate New York, western New York, uh, face the highest burden of taxation of any people in the country uh, because of inflation, the rising cost of everything from gas to groceries. Uh, everyone is, is feeling the pinch. And, and our part of New York has seen massive losses in population uh, to other states. And so the challenge of growing the economy, supporting agriculture, which remains uh, the largest industry in the district, uh, and ensuring that there's opportunity and, and safety uh, for families, farmers, and small businesses. Universal concern, despite the fact that it is a very large, uh, and, and I would say diverse in uh, some demographics, but certainly uh, a, uh, a, a district that, that shares a lot in common. 
Very good. Um, let's talk about um, President Trump. Uh, as we tape sure. this program on Wednesday, it's seen in the next week that he's going to be indicted, arrested, and tried. Um, it, it really doesn't make a lot of sense to me, this whole thing, when it's uh, basically getting involved in federal elections. The statute of limitations has run out. It should have been two years. It's now seven years. The federal government didn't want to try President Trump. The state government didn't want to try. Where is the logic of a city district attorney pushing a case when no other level of government sees any validity to it? Isn't this political persecution? Well, well, three things can be true at the same time. I conclude, as you do, uh, that this is a partisan uh, Democrat activist district attorney who has and will continue to make a mockery of, uh, of the criminal justice system uh, in New York State. But, but three things can be true. We are recording at a time where we don't yet know what is going to happen next. We're all responding to what the president said was going to happen and has yet to happen. And so we don't know uh, what charges are going to be brought. But to your point, uh, if it is what what has been alluded to, uh, a, a federal election law violation, um, there there is serious concern about the legitimacy of a county district attorney. Remember, you know, there are those who out in the world who might say, oh, he's the Manhattan district attorney. That's like the New York City district attorney. No, he is a county district attorney, no different than the one in Erie and in Dutchess uh, and all places uh, in between. Uh, taking on what what seems to be a federal election law violation from a decade or less than a decade ago beyond what, uh, in theory, is the statute of limitations. Again, we don't know what those charges are as are going to be at the moment and if they're going to be levied. Uh, but but it is absolutely also true. The president should be afforded the same rights as every other citizen and protections under the law. And Alvin Bragg is a political hack. And those things can be true at the same time. You know, I, I've spent a lot of time in the criminal justice system as a, as a county leader. Uh, Alvin Bragg, from the day he took office, uh, decided that certain violent crimes would just not be prosecuted. He demoralized law enforcement. He undermined his own prosecutors. And uh, he has truly, truly uh, made a mockery of the criminal justice system in the city of New York. And, and frankly, um, it, this will just result in further divide. And likely it's what he wants. Um, you know, everyone who speaks of him and I, you know, I I remember uh, Bob Morgenthau was the Manhattan district attorney, you know, uh -huh. the law and order uh, uh, <laughs> uh, character. Um, just imagine uh, where that office has shifted from those years to today. And you have an individual who is more interested in a in 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 a in political activism than doing the fundamental job of providing for public safety uh, in in New York County. Let's talk a little bit about the hypocrisy. Um, I understand that his rate of conviction is about 49%, which is terrible. And he lets off murderers and race, rapists easy, very small sentences. They're back out in the street com committing multiple crimes over and over again. How can he be so soft on violent crime and then want to go after former president of the United States five years beyond the statute of limitations and be tough on crime. Isn't this hypocritical? Uh, hypocritical would be the least of, of, the, of the words you could use. Um, it's not just that he's soft on, on those crimes. He, he's, he's an activist. He, he, he came into office 
specifically saying, remember, issuing a memo saying they would not take action against certain violent criminal offenses in New York. And because of it, uh, and because of policies adopted in Albany, cashless bail, discovery reform, and more, uh, they have made New York City, and by extension, by the way, New York State less safe. And so hip- uh, hypocrite is the least of the things uh, that, that, that he could be described as. And again, these things can be true at the same time. Uh, we, we have to wait to see what exactly the charges are, if any. Uh, but, in, but, but at the same time, a county district attorney, this one, has decided to be a political activist and really undermine the work of the New York City Police Department, public safety officials, and, and elected officials in New York City. And, and, and because of it, has truly uh, uh, made New York less safe. Unbelievable. For those who just tuned into the yep. Rusk Report at the recommendation of New York State Republican Chair Ed Cox, we have Marcus Molinaro, United States Congressman from Dutchess County on the program. If you're listening in Dutchess County, South Buffalo, or Montreal to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, blanketing 17 states and much of Canada, please write to Brian Rusk, The Rusk Report, Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Again, I'd like to um, thank Rick Yakel, his scheduler, for yeah. setting this up, along with New York State Republican Chair Ed Cox, who recommended Congressman Molinaro. We'll have coming up on this program Al Zuccaro with the World Trade Council in Boca Raton, Florida, and former U.S. Ambassador to the Vatican, Francis Rooney. So I'd also like to thank our previous guest, uh, Professor Tito Rodriguez with Na- Damon University and John Manzella, noted author and former ambassador to Denmark, Carla Sands. So keep those letters uh, coming. A little bit more information about Congressman Molinaro. He was the Republican nominee for governor of New York in 2018, losing to Cuomo. On September 21, 2021, Molinaro announced that he would run for New York's 19th District, the United States House of Representatives, in 2022. In the special election held on August 23, 2022, Molinaro lost to Democratic nominee Pat Ryan, the Ulster County Executive, 51 to 48 percent. Molinaro was the Republican nominee for the same seat in November 2022 general election, this time defeating Democratic nominee Josh Riley under new district lines. Ryan, who defeated Molinaro in August, was also elected full term simultaneously in a neighboring district. A little plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions. The Ampol Legal newspaper has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. They have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. Now, as you're very high on the list of the former and new state Republican chairman, Ed Cox, what about running for governor down the road, Congressman Molinaro? Uh, well, that was a good uh, a good uh, attempt. I am, uh, I'm th- and I appreciate it. I uh, I was 
tr- tremendously honored to have won and earned 2.2 million votes in 2018. I tell people, of course, I came in second place uh, for governor, as most folks know. And, of course, uh, Lee Zeldin ran a tremendous race uh, last last November. I, I am focused on and, and have uh, no no in- in- intention of running for anything other than Congress. I, I, I This is the honor of a lifetime. And I, and I mean it. I, you, you talked about my history as a, as a young elected official. Um, you know, I've been doing this now for nearly 30 years, and, and every day of my adult life, uh, I've dedicated to public service. This is a great honor at a moment where America needs, and if, if young people are listening, and I know that uh, I'll be uh, seeing some young folks uh, at, at your request sometime soon, um, it, this, it's important to be engaged. Public service is truly a dignified duty if you engage in it honestly and earnestly, if you're passionate about uh, the problems and the issues that face the people that you hope to serve. I, I'm serving a part of New York that needs a loud and strong voice. I'm committed to that uh, at a time where America, I believe, needs a dedicated public service, people who, who can cut through uh, the, uh, the noise and really focus on the problems facing Americans. That's, that's what I intend to do and hopefully get the opportunity to do it for some time. Very good. I'd also like to mention that the congressman has big national appeal. He is going to be the commencement speaker. For St. Thomas More School, a Christian prep school in Oakdale, Connecticut, on May 13th. So there'll be 150 people there to listen to him in Connecticut. So he has appeal outside of New York State. Let's talk about your goals in the next two years. A United States Congressman from Dutchess County, Marcus Molinaro. Your goals. Well, I think they align uh, certainly, and I always I always tell people this: it's not you know politi- uh, campaigns and holding elected office isn't about the candidates or the elected officials; it's about the people you serve. The, the challenges that face the the, the 19th district, the families, farms, and small businesses here are, are the same that, that most talk about. It's it's driving down the cost of inflation and trying to rein in uh, the cost of goods and services, creating job opportunities back here at home. America and American energy independence, bring manufacturing, high tech quality uh, construction jobs back uh, to to this country and 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 with some with some hope new york uh it's providing public safety whether it's uh, uh trying to, to support law enforcement in our communities or secure our national borders uh and creating opportunity uh you know to the point of speaking to young people uh getting getting ready for the next chapter in life uh, too often we're educating kids for jobs that we don't have and and our our educational outcomes don't align with our economic needs and don't prepare young people well be critical thinkers and and engage in the world and so creating uh, in particular in upstate new york those opportunities through applied sciences vocational training uh and a quality education system that hopefully can fuel job creation uh in this state uh all critically uh important so public safety secure borders uh, uh, uh job creation energy independence uh and creating a real opportunity uh, by driving down cost uh and and growing the economy uh remain the priorities for us Let's talk about this terrible uh, deficit, and I think that's one of the reasons why Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans took the House. I mean, when you're talking about over $30 trillion deficit, uh, something like $90,000 per taxpayer, $200,000 per family in debt, it's just shameful. I mean, we all have to pay our heating bill and our property taxes and our sales taxes uh, you know, immediately we can't run a, a debt like this. Uh, shameful. How are we going to handle this crazy deficit, Congressman Marcus Molinaro? 
Well, a couple important steps. Uh, Congresswoman uh, Stefanik sponsored a bill that would require uh, a clear indication of, of the federal government's impact on inflation. The, you know, spending trillions of dollars over the last uh, uh, two years, some of which, by the way, outside of con- uh, congressional authority, right? The executive, the president issuing these orders that cost billions upon billions of dollars fueling inflation. First, exposing the true cost of Washington's decisions on the cost of living. Inflation is fueled by by federal spending. Uh, Second, reining in federal spending and being very clear that you've got to not only uh, try to live within our means, we've got to reduce our our footprint when it comes to spending. And and the House is going to do that. This new majority is very focused on trying to uh, root out waste, fraud, abuse, identify those things that are just not necessary for federal expense and drive down federal uh, federal costs. The other is growing the economy. You know, uh, we, we had much more robust economic growth, certainly before the pandemic and, and before this administration. And we've got to get back to that, because when you when you grow the economy, get people working again, uh, you're 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 growing your way out of, of deficits as well. So clear indication of, 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 of what federal spending, how it impacts inflation, uh, driving down federal spending and then focused on economic, true American economic growth uh, is the only way out and the only way forward. And, and you know, as I, I, I tell folks all the time, you know, just as you have to live within your means, the federal government does too. The difference, of course, is you know it's your money. Washington, Albany, state capitals, they think that it's, it's their money. It is not. This is taxpayer dollars, and we need to be much more respectful of the taxpayers who are overburdened by the cost of living and the high level of taxes, certainly in our part of New York. Let's talk about hypocrisy with borders. We yeah. are so concerned about the borders of the Ukraine with this horrible uh, madman uh, Putin invading the Ukraine, and we're spending billions and billions of dollars on the Ukrainian border protection, but we have no southern border. Four and a half to five million illegals have come in, in the last uh, two years with no southern border um, how about this hypocrisy? If we're concerned about borders, shouldn't we be concerned about our, about our own border? Congressman Molinaro. Of course. And what this president and administration has done uh, is created not only a humanitarian uh, crisis at the border, but an invasion, in particular, uh, fentanyl, uh, synthetic opioids, and more coming into this country has turned a blind eye to human trafficking. Uh, and has uh, just uh, uh, allowed us to have no border uh, and no border protection. And, and you see it when, when you visit uh, the, the, the southern border, and we're starting and have been seeing, uh, seeing this in the northern uh, border. And, of course, uh, if you're from uh, western New York or, or the north country, you know uh, that, uh, that, uh, that impact is real. And so we've got to take this seriously. The president isn't. Uh, his administration isn't. And that means physical border where, where, where we can, technological borders where we can, and, and the investment in uh, border patrol and, and security at our ports of entry. But, but what, what every American knows, and if we were to see this in real life, I mean, every day, uh, we would be acting differently. Every American knows that because of fentanyl uh, pouring into this country, at both over our border and at ports of entry, principally fueled by China, uh, and and cartels in Mexico, uh, that there are countless thousands upon thousands of lives being taken every day, every week, every month in this country. Uh, and if you were to see that in a in a plane crash, or God forbid, a a, a train derailment, if you were to see that kind of loss of life, in, in you know, on your screen, this administration and others 
uh, would be taking an entirely different approach. But because you don't, uh, this this continued invasion of this country, taking American lives, particularly young people, uh, continues to happen. And it's it's worse than hypocrisy. It's criminal. Uh, and and frankly, there there needs to be a a a a, a major shift in policy. Secure the border. Uh, invest in, in in both. Uh, protection against uh, 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 drug uh, sales uh, and, and fentanyl pouring into the country and try to combat human trafficking. All of those things need to happen. We hear on national TV uh, quite often Congresswoman Claudia Tenney uh, speaking yeah. out about this uh, problem with the northern border now. <laughs> I mean, this is just, yeah. isn't that the most important thing to have sovereign borders to protect your country? And we have both borders are very weak. Uh, th- doesn't this trouble you? It does. And that's uh, that's what I was uh, referring to. We not only now see this, this crisis at the southern border, we're seeing it at our northern uh, border uh, as well, and it, again, it's it's more than troubling, and it's more than hypocritical. It's it's truly criminal. You know, America ought to be, and has always been, uh, this this shining city, this beacon to people coming uh, from other parts of the world for a great opportunity. That is something that we should be proud of. We should celebrate, and we ought to have a healthy immigration system. But we cannot have a healthy immigration system if we do not have secure borders. Uh, and again, by extension, we're not only seeing thousands upon thousands of people uh, pouring into the country. But with them, in many cases, we're seeing the invasion of, uh, of fentanyl and synthetic opioids uh, and human trafficking. And, and if, again, if you were to, if, if, if federal leaders, if the average American were to see this on television, uh, the way that, uh, uh, that we might see some other horrible humanitarian crisis, they would be forced to act differently. Uh, but because uh, this is uh, this is avoided, because we don't see it in the way we might see a, a car accident or a plane crash, again, horrible tragedies. But if, because we don't see those lives being taken in that way, uh, uh, there isn't uh, the same impetus uh, in Washington to 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 address it. Now, the, the the new majority in the House is making this a major and important issue. And I think average Americans understand it. You know, we come from a part of the state where we need healthy immigration, uh, work visas, uh, agricultural work. That is important to us. And a healthy immigration system is made better by secure borders. A little bit more information about Congressman Marcus Molinaro, about his gubernatorial run in 2018. He informed Republican leaders that he'd run for governor of New York in the 2018 election. He announced his candidacy on April 2nd, was endorsed by the New York Conservative Party April 13th. On May 23rd, the Republican Party unanimously nominated Molinaro for governor at its state convention, three days after the Reform Party endorsed Molinaro for its gubernatorial ticket. His running mate was Julie Killian, a former Rye City Councilman and State Senate candidate. He made a very vigorous run, and uh, New York State Republican Chair Ed Cox sees a very great future ahead for Congressman Marcus Molinaro. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, New York, or Manhattan, or Toronto, drop us a note. We have received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand at the BET 1520 with our 50,000 watts of clear channel power. Please write to Brian Rusk, BET 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Let's talk some more about this fentanyl crisis. So the fentanyl comes from China a communist-run country, to Mexico, and then the cartels bring this in. I heard a speech by a former school board president, Ralph Hernandez, in Buffalo, 
and he mentioned about his son dying of fentanyl. Horrible, gut-wrenching just to hear this. Let's talk about this crisis and how we can stop the importing of this illegal drug, fentanyl. Well, we've got to be tougher with China. Uh, There's no question. Securing the border and and in greater security and invention uh, at our ports of entry all will slow the invasion. Um, This is the public health crisis of our lifetime. Prior to, uh, uh, to COVID, we would argue that, that this this was and, and ought to have been the focus uh, of every aspect of American life uh, because because too many lives are taken. Now, uh, in order to confront it in this country, give law enforcement the tools uh, to to intercede in, dr- in drug trafficking. And that means uh, ensuring that police the, the police department in Buffalo can communicate with the department in Rochester, can communicate with the uh, law enforcement officials in the Hudson Valley so that you can truly track and intervene and uh, in, 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 uh, disrupt drug sales. Uh, and so using law enforcement in a much more effective way, funding the resources to, in, to really combat drug trafficking, and then, by the way, holding those who, who are knowingly selling uh, these drugs and taking lives, holding them accountable. At the same time, though, sadly, there are individuals who, who obviously try desperately not to fall victim to, to addiction and need, need support, intervention, treatment services, and we need to be much more responsible when it comes to intervening and, and assisting those who deal uh, with substance use uh, and addiction every day. And there's, there are real tools to do this. I did it as a county executive, but we need all layers of government, the public and private health systems focused on intervention uh, to intervene and, and disrupt drug trafficking, uh, national uh, and, and, and community safety, uh, invest in law enforcement, and then ensure that we have the tools to combat and assist those, uh, excuse me, to assist those uh, dealing with addiction through treatment and uh, intervention services. Every year we see a 4 or 5% increase in state spending. You ran for governor. I don't think people are seeing their wages go up 4 or 5%. Isn't this just driving people every day, more and more people out of the state of New York? Congressman Molinaro. Yeah, New York is already uh, already shoulders the highest burden of taxation among the highest uh, cost of living, least friendly place to retire, least friendly place uh, for uh, for business, and least free state in the country. And it, it is because over uh, because Albany state government spends money it doesn't have, taxes people beyond what they can afford, and truly is borrowing away our future. And by the way, that four uh, uh, that four percent rate of growth uh, is what is what they can point to in actual. State spending, but when you include uh, the shadow government that exists in Albany and New York, the public authorities, uh, the the hidden taxes built into private uh, costs and public utilities, it's more like seven or eight percent annually. Uh, and you know, when, when I ran for governor, Cuomo used to used to say he's he's held state government to two percent uh, spending increase. That was just entire nonsense, uh, and had and just had no reality uh, in, in truth. Uh, and no connection to truth. Uh, this state spends money uh, 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 at a pace that is not and has not been sustainable every seven years, almost doubling state spending. This is just not, it's not only not sustainable, it's irresponsible. And, and again, because of it, uh, we, we not only are shouldering the highest burden of taxes, but we lead the nation in out migration. I'm More sorry, we have leave New York. to bring the yep. program to a I'll close. Let you go. 
we've learned so much from U.S. Congressman Marcus J. Molinaro from Dutchess County. Special thanks to Rick Yackel for setting this up at the suggestion of State Republican Chairman Ed Cox. Thank you to Kevin Carr, our Director of Production. We've learned a lot from the energetic Congressman Molinaro, who will be the commencement speaker at St. Thomas More School, May 13th in Connecticut. Thank you for enlightening us, Congressman Molinaro. Thanks, Brian. Be well. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.